Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where it's great to be all elite, baby. It is lost in the mid card. Here we are. We are here for the fallout from all out. I'm going to talk about all out, which happened this weekend. It was absolutely tremendous. We're going to talk about dynamite tonight uh, or, or last night as you're listening to the podcast, which was absolutely tremendous. And we've got a whole lot of fallout whole lot of news regarding all out a whole lot of news period uh, to get to to talk about so let's just get right into it and uh, make sure that you are following lost in the mid card either by podcast searching for lost in the mid card look for that thing that says new feed and uh, you can find us on the podcast thanks to anchor.fm uh, you can find it on uh, pocket cast itunes spotify anything there uh, also the video version of this podcast is available on the youtube's uh, do us a favor and subscribe to our YouTube and uh, the links are on our, our uh, website, litmcpodcast.com. You can get the links at facebook.com slash lost the mid card or our Twitter at litmc podcast as well. Uh, make sure to give us a subscribe. We're trying to drive up the, the YouTube numbers a little bit and uh, kind of get that going a little better and uh, give us a little, little orange casty thumbs up. Give us some comments. Uh, you know, we'd love to hear from you. I'm your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. As always, my co-host, he is on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. It is Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing? Pro wrestling's a beautiful thing, my man. It's Pro wrestling is the best. Wow. AEW uh, makes me happy. I was gone for all out. I got back literally as Kenny Omega was making his entrance. So I was pretty happy. I got home when I did. Uh, holy fuck. I, I, has there been ever a more insane end to a pay-per-view, Matt? Mm, not that I can recall. Holy. I'm, I'm sure some jobbers would say, Brock Lesnar coming back is Dumberslam. But that's not. No, no, no. Uh, God, yeah. So I came back home at the right time, watched the main event live. Uh, then whatever, all the all, all the the gloriousness that happened after that match, and then uh, and then I uh, uh, got on. Hey, got on Fight TV. How about that, Matt? I wonder if this is gonna be a regular. I thing. hope it's permanent because my God, Bleacher Report sucks. I'm sorry. Bleacher I've, heard, I've heard nothing but bad things about it. Well, they killed BR Live. I don't, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, they killed BR Live. And so now they don't even have a standalone app. You got to go. And I couldn't fucking find a way to fucking buy it. I I tried my hardest and it, it took an act of God to figure out how to buy it. Uh, it seriously, that sucks. Please fight or, you know, whatever. Fight was uh, super easy. Yeah. Fight is always super easy. I mean, I used it for, uh, for GCW this weekend. Uh, Art of War Games was fucking great. Uh, the Chicago screw job in full effect. Uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch was tremendous. Uh, we got to see the uh, the return of Jake Atlas to the ring. That was a tremendous main event with Effie. Um, 
GCW had a great weekend, new world champion, thanks to the screw job. Uh, you know, and, and uh, it was all a, a great weekend of wrestling. And yes, fight is so much better. Fight is just well done. That shit they have, in, whenever they merged BR Live with Bleacher Report, just is terrible. Fucking terrible. Uh, so thank God. Uh, hopefully Tony Khan is listening. Uh, we know he is. Uh, and uh, uh, and uh, puts everything on fight going forward, including full gear. Which... I, I think that's I think that's the way to go. Uh, full gear, uh, and course. especially with as many buys as they got. Right. I did the not ru- hear the, the number, rumor, but the rumor is they did around two hundred thousand buys. Damn. Which is almost double, you know what they normally do. That's WWE so, level numbers, man. So, like to me, that's that's like. You have to think. You have to put some credit on fight. Fight being available in the United States as being being yeah. a reason. The reason for that. So I yeah. hope Khan can point to that to, to Warner be like, look, like look at all these, look at all these extra buys we had when we had it on fight in the United States. Right. We need to we need to keep it on fight. Yes. So that's it's my gotta... hope. That's my hope anyway. When I when I heard, when I heard like they like the the projections are like. 200,000 buys I'm like oh hot damn that's that's incredible no, it's WWE level numbers prior to the network because I remember I remember um, breaking down the network and I'm saying if you know it, it, if Vince could get a million subscribers that equals basically what their pay-per-views were getting you know a fourth of the pay-per-views so 250,000 buys that's right there at WWE levels uh, we'll see what uh, dynamite comes out to levels next week. Once we uh, get to the numbers, of course, if you, you know, obviously you don't have to wait till next week's show, if you know the right avenues, uh, look ahead of time to Matt Black will probably be writing a sports key article on it tomorrow. Uh, as we see what numbers are, are, are probably around four central five Eastern is about uh, the time frame of, of when the, we, uh, ain't the, getting, the we ain't getting the, we ain't getting those numbers tomorrow, man. We, oh. we won't see them until Friday. Thanks to uh, Labor, Labor Day. Day. Every, oh. every, Everything's a day behind. NXT ratings will be out on Thursday, and the Dynamite ratings will be out on fr- will be out on Friday. I didn't realize the whole week so, was fucked because of it. Yeah, it, it fucks up the entire. Everything's everything's off by an off by a day. Well, maybe our uh, buddies at a uh, 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 what's that website um, that's been doing? Hey, it. I'm, assuming, I'm assuming you're referring to Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics. Yeah, right. as far be- as I understand, he gets this information from the same place that show buzz daily does mm. so i i don't i don't foresee those numbers being available until friday i i wish i wish they would be but that that's from my understanding there they won't be all out uh kicking off the uh, buy-in with uh eight man tag best friends uh taking on uh best friends and jurassic express taking on the hardy family office with the good guys getting the win, Jungle Boy making Angelico tap out to a snare trap. I did not watch the buy-in. Um, I should. It was a. It was a fun. It's a fun ten-man tag. Uh, Butcher you know, made his return. It, it, it's not like it's not like you missed anything if you if yeah. you didn't if you didn't tune into the buy-in. Uh, Butcher making his return from injury, uh, as uh, it was reported by. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp that he was going to be in Chicago. So uh, welcome back, Butcher. Uh, TNT Championship. Jesus Christ, what a way to kick off a pay-per-view with Eddie Kingston and Miro. Uh, just beating the dog shit out of each other. Uh, just a tremendous match. Miro cheating to win. 
which could maybe set something up in the future. Maybe Eddie gets a rematch because of the low blow and wins in New York. What do you think, Matt? I don't know. They've already signed one match for, uh, for Arthur Ashe. The Grand Slam. And I think we're – I'm still pitching the eight-man tag of Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, and the Bucks against Brian Danielson, Jurassic Express, and Christian Cage. I think you do that in Arthur Ashe. When are we going to get one on one? Then, uh, as we got teased on Dynamite tonight, uh, obviously you think you think full gear is they can't Hangman. do it anytime soon. They fucking can't. They can't. You can't fuck over Hangman. Like unless Hangman's going to be gone for way longer than anybody could have fucking predicted. Like you can't. You can't go to. You risk fucking Hangman over permanently by pulling pulling a stunt like that. You know. You just. You can't. You can't do it. I would not mind if uh danielson and, and omega are not for the title so it, it is after maybe after well, you, you also got to keep in mind they when <laughs> the very first dynamite after christian debuted in aew he, he stared off with omega and that took a while and, and he is the championship and that was like what that was back in march yeah that took a while and he, and he didn't actually get a match with him until august so yeah. just because they're having to stare off now they're starting to build doesn't mean you know, you know, you know the perfect dude. Do it in Revolution. You know because if Heyman wins the title in Full Gear, you know Omega won't have the title come that paper. You do Danielson and uh, you do Danielson and Omega at Revolution. That'd be crazy. And, you know something that's uh, good. That'll, that'll sell the damn fucking pay per view all, all by itself. Uh, you know, it'd be crazy. Is uh, you know something that AEW has not done is. Um, go to the west coast much what if revolution's in seattle they're saying like from what i from my understanding they won't be hitting the west coast until next year so yeah i mean that's entirely possible revolution won't be till next year so if if i'm AEW, i want to make sure i have a dynamite in in montreal in january uh so what'd you think of that opener man oh you're just gonna totally no sell my comment such a bitch montreal oh you want to why why in January. Montreal, Come on. Montreal and January. Think, put, put it together. Why would I want AEW to have a dynamite in Montreal in January? Uh, oh, oh, uh, a, a gentleman, <laughs> a, a gentleman by the name of uh, Kevin Steen. And his, and his buddy El Generico. Oh, you think, uh, you think Zane's up in January? Oh, too? they're coming together, baby. They're coming together. Here comes the I outsiders. Zane, I think, from my understanding, Zane's deal is probably going to be up before Owens. Before Owens. We'll get I to that story. I think he'll sit oh, around fuck and wait. It. They're going to come in together, baby. Yeah, fuck it. Let's just get to it now. Uh, Fightful it Select. exciting not to talk about. Uh, Fightful Select dropped a bomb on us last night that, uh, uh, oh, oh, Kevin Owens' deal might be done sooner than later. Uh, it is. It is. Uh <laughs> Prior to the pandemic, when Fox signed their five-year deal, a lot of contracts got restructured within the WWE, one of which is uh, that of Kevin Owens, originally a five-year deal that would have went into 2023. Now, all of a sudden, is up in nigh of four months, uh, January 2022. Uh, If you wonder, well, not everybody can go to AEW, all the fucking WWE marks, uh, look at Twitter. 
<laughs> look at look at Kevin Owens' location on Twitter. It says almost there. Uh, <laughs> look at the Young Bucks' Twitter and look at where their location is at. It's called there. There. Kevin Owens also yesterday afternoon before Sean broke this story, and it didn't dawn on me when it happened. I'm kicking myself for not figuring it out. Yeah. It totally went over my head. He put up coordinates on his Twitter account, like yesterday afternoon. And I put him into Google and it's for Mount Rushmore. Yep. And I'm, and I'm like, he deleted that tweet I, too, didn't he? Yeah. And I, yeah, he did. And I'm like, Oh, what the fuck's this about? Well, I, you wasn't know Mount- <laughs> thi- I wasn't thinking about the Mount Rushmore <laughs> faction from pro wrestling gorilla, gorilla which yep. includes Kevin Steen and Kevin Owens, Adam Cole, Baby. and Gumbox. Yep. And I'm like, fuck, if I would have, if my brain would have been more functioning yesterday, I could have got that story out before Zach did. Right. Uh, and then Cassie Haynes uh, uh, dropping some knowledge as he's been doing a lot lately with Body Slam. And uh, he is uh, reporting that it's a it, it, it's a foregone conclusion that Owens is out the door. Well, I will say it's it's not Cassidy Haynes reporting it. Well, I, I saw Haynes it come is, from I saw it come from him. He's, he's quoting John Alba. John Alba's living the gimmick podcast. Oh, so if you if you go into the if you go into the Body Slam article, he's crediting oh. he's crediting John Alba from John Alba is stating from the WWE sources that he has spoken to today. The expectation from them right now on September eighth, twenty twenty one, is that Kevin Owens will be departing the company when his contract's up in January. Fight, Steen, fucking fight! Can't wait to get that shirt. Mm. I missed out on getting one in Ring of Honor. I won't miss out on getting it again. I got the DVD. Thanks, Steen. Thanks. <laughs> I got the DVD. I don't have a shirt. I, I was too. I was not into Ring of Honor at the time because uh, that was before our podcast started. And then I, I, I guess I would credit Matt for getting me into Ring of Honor because uh, that's I started watching when we started doing the show. So, could you imagine over the next six months we could potentially be seeing Bray Wyatt, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn all jumping? to AEW on top of that roster that they already have right now. Now, I, I understand people saying there's so many people there. It, it, what's, it's going to screw some people over. Well, yes and no. Um, a, there are going to people that want, there will be a, a handful of people that don't resign next year. A lot of three-year deals are coming up next year. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of a handful of people that do not resign. So, you know, and, and at the same time, um, you can't push everybody at once. Not all the WWE guys are literally taking over. Um, you know, it, Hangman Page is probably going to be next in line for and, that and title. I, and I hate, I hate the term WWE guy. Like CM yeah. Punk hasn't been in professional wrestling in seven years. No, and technically, WWE took him from Ring of Honor. And if you, so if you want to um, get fucking technical, he's a Ring of Honor guy. Ring of, if you a want to get ring. technical, Brian Danielson's a Ring of Honor guy. Yeah, if you yeah. want to get technical, Seth Adam Rollins. Cole, Adam Cole, Kevin Steen, and El Generico are Ring of Honor guys. And so Seth Rollins and Cesaro. AEW is Ring of Honor in the next generation. Uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? AEW is Ring of Honor with money. <laughs> so people are, you know, a lot of people are bitching that all these wwe guys are coming over there let me tell you this the roadmap right now as far as i know just either based on my years of wrestling knowledge or 
knowledge of the business in general. The roadmap for the title is going to go Hangman MJF. Those are not those guys. Not, that doesn't include any of those guys that just came over at all. Um, one of those guys could be the one to take it from MJF. Will Punk be a Punk world title? Punk could take it from MJF. Will Punk be a world title holder? Yes. Daniel Bryan. If he wants at some, at some point, if he wants, I don't know if he wants, uh, you know, he, he probably doesn't care. He just wants to fucking re- let's fucking go. He just wants to wrestle. Um, you know, I'm like, I don't I, look anybody that's complaining about the size of this roster. Isn't looking at the big picture. Yeah. The bigger the roster they have, the better they can handle things. Exactly. Everything remains fresh. You can rotate the talent around. Mm-hmm. You can give talent time off when they need it. You don't have to be dependent on the same matches every single fucking week. NXT, when it was at its height of popularity, you never saw the same guys two weeks in a row. No. It always rotated people out. So every time you saw the guys in every two to three weeks, when you'd see them, they felt fresh. Yeah. You know, it was was exciting. It was the NXT roster depth at their peak was incredible. And AEW's I, got that luxury now too. You don't, you aren't going to see the same guys every single week, and that's a good thing. Yeah, if we are, if we see this level of growth, not just with bringing in guys, but just this level level of growth of AEW in general, man, you know, I, I don't know, I, I don't know if I want to see it, but I mean, Dynamite three hours and Rampage to two hours. I mean, not, they're definitely not doing a three hour Dynamite. Look like how Tony, fast. Khan, Tony Khan is dead set against yeah. that. I, I, and, I, and I think I, I think it's it. for and I think it's for the best. Rampage could go two hours. If they move it to a different night. Yeah. Uh if they decide to move Rampage to like six oh five on Saturday nights. Yeah. Like that, you know, that could work. Um, but the ten PM time slot, it doesn't work for a two hour. It doesn't work for a two hour show. And the dynamite ratings showcase that. Uh, when they when they had to be there on Friday nights, so yeah, but yeah, I, look, there's there's nothing to say that a year year and a half from now AEW can't add another hour of television on the rampage. Yeah, that you know, too. They can move nights. I mean, that's not a problem at all. That two hours just went by so damn fast tonight. Yeah, I, look when when the product's good, you know that shit just breezes by, and yeah, Dynamite completely completely breezed by tonight to the point where like when the main event was starting looked at the clock and i'm like damn like they're hardly gonna even have time for this match because so much time's you know you know gone through tonight like yeah. i didn't even realize how late it was yeah you know at that point it was like i think it was like 9 47 or something when the bell rang and i'm like oh damn okay because i was thinking we were gonna get like a 15 20 minute match between these guys but you know obviously that didn't happen Next up but at yeah, all, I, I I'm, I'm just saying, like I I don't I don't understand the people's complaints about about the roster size. I think I think they're out of their minds, just, and they need the star the same, power it's anyway. The, same, the more st- it's it's the same WWE marks that say there are too many factions in AEW. Yeah, because it can't be the AEW fan base that's complaining about this. It can't be the people that actually watch the product because yeah. that wouldn't make any sense to me at all. Like the no. people that are complaining are the people that aren't even watching the show. And at that point, their opinion really doesn't fucking matter anyway. Shut up! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, next match, John Moxley and uh, Satoshi Kojima. Holy 
these guys. Speaking of the main event tonight, these two beat yeah. the dog shit out of each other too. Uh, oh my God. T- tremendous match. Uh, 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 I mean, for a guy in his, in his fifties or he's exactly 50. I mean, Kojima put together a damn good 12 minute match. And uh, um, uh, I say 50, well, there's a bunch of guys that are 50 in the sport, but I mean, he's been doing it for 30 years, much like Jericho and, and it, it, impressive to have a 12 minute match that good with John Moxley uh, Moxley winning with the paradigm shift and out comes fucking Minoru Suzuki and the fucking crowd lost it. Um, it gets in the ring. A holy shit chant starts. I mean, they had a holy shit chant tonight on dynamite as he's making his entrance. How many times do you see a holy shit chance as a guy makes his entrance, Matt? <laughs> Did they do one for Malachi black? The first time he came out, they might've, I, I think we might've got that from Malachi black's entrance too. Uh, um, but so Suzuki dude. and Moxley beat the dog shit out of each other, and then Suzuki puts uh, 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 the gotch style pile driver on on Mox, and then uh, puts him to sleep with a uh, uh, and uh, man, what a what a moment for Suzuki! And then they announced right away that he's going to fight Mox on Dynamite. Uh, we'll get to Dynamite in a little bit. I, I got some thoughts on that as well. Uh, do, you re- do you remember the WCW video game WCW versus the World? Uh, I heard of it, never played it. Okay. That reminds me of Moxley's life right now. <laughs> it's this John Moxley versus the world. It's over GC, GCW world champ, fighting the entire New Japan roster one by one, fighting somebody in AEW if he comes out. It's just it's John Moxley versus the world. I, like they can, they, he can have his own game mode on the AEW game next year. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like the it's like the Mortal Kombat Towers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, please don't put towers in the AW games. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, fucking GCW. I mean, I'll probably talk a little more about GCW, but I knew once the Druids came out for G, uh, for G, uh, G Raver, once the Druids, I knew one of them was Mox. I just knew it because it just fit because he's pissed that, that Cardona, you know, acted like him. Uh, that, that that weird moment with GCW has better long term storytelling than WWE. <laughs> I'm you, just you watch, saying. You watched the Art of War games, didn't you? I watched most of it. I kind of really wasn't paying attention until the actual oh, that war games, war games match. <laughs> Holy fuck, was that crazy? The rest of the show was the rest of the show was kind of on in the background. Yeah, there was some uh, there was some pretty good uh, moments. We'll get into those a little uh, a little later on in the show. Uh, but uh, Art of War Games was uh, tremendous. I, I, there were, I mean, GCW ran a ton of shows this weekend. I only watched uh, Art of War Games. Yeah, I heard they did like three or four shows in Chicago. I'm like, that's a little bit overkill, isn't it, guys? Yeah, they did. Uh, they did one. They did one Thursday and one Friday. Because uh, Friday was three cups stuffed. Uh, Dan uh, Danhausen was on that card. Um, I wish I'd have watched it just for Dan Housen. He was not pleased that he was not number one in the PWI 500 today. He got screwed again. I bet he went. I bet he moved up from 170 though, or whatever he was. He was like that's a good question. I w- I wonder what he's ranked. I, I honestly, just I, I don't. I've only seen the top ten. That's all. I don't, I don't know where any. We'll get no, into that like, later. I saw wrestlers posting their rankings today, oh. so some uh, it's out somewhere. I'm just not sure where it is. We'll get Maybe into like, that. Maybe like the digital copies available somewhere. Yeah, I, I, I haven't actually 
I just ordered the physical copy. So you know what? I'm actually gonna try to see if I can find that list while All we're right. talking. If not, I got the top ten somewhere. So um yeah, we'll get into some art of war games later. Uh I watched uh, yeah, there was uh, three cups stuffed, which did have uh uh Dan Housen and uh uh he was part of the uh, I think he was part of the MDK team on that on that show. Uh I got it. The whole five hundred? Yep. All right, link me. We're, we're gonna talk about it later. Okay. I'm gonna find I'm looking for Dan Housen. Uh just <laughs> Either either Zoom or Twitter, whatever. I got them both up. So. I'm sending it to Twitter. That's where uh, I'm going AEW Women's Championship for Baker DMD. Take it on Chris Statlander. That was a tremendous women's match right there. I thought uh, that was spectacular. A great, a great ending, I thought, um, with uh, Britt Baker coming out on top. No surprise there. Uh, Andrade El Idolo with Chavo Guerrero. And talking about uh, Pac, Pac missing his flight, and uh, they announced that uh, Andrade and Pac are going to happen on Rampage. So no open challenge from Andrade on the pay per view. Um, oh man, I don't know, Matt. Could this possibly uh, uh, be match of the year? Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers. I definitely think it'll be in the conversation at the year's end. I can tell you that much. Yep. Yep. I don't want to. I don't want to safely say it's match of the year, but I, I definitely think it'll. Uh, I think when December comes to a close, I definitely think it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be nominated. Yeah, I think. I think it's going to be in the discussion. Um, just so much that that happened in that match. Uh, Cutler bringing in the secret bag of uh, uh, that it actually uh, was the uh, Nike that had. Um, thumbtacks all over it, and man, with them stuck into Penta's mask, I thought that was a pretty cool moment there. Uh bloody, bloody battle. Uh, these guys just uh, fucking tore the house down. Uh, you know, there's not much else that I, I you know, my words are not going to be able to do it justice. But that was a 22 minute classic. Uh, much like what was I, what was Dan Housen ranked last year? Uh, around 170. 171. So he went up like six. I think it was 177. Man. Man, I thought he'd be up a little higher this year. Yeah, I'm looking at this list, dude. I'm telling you what, I don't agree. I don't agree with a lot of these rankings. He didn't wrestle. Like I'm looking at shit in the one I'm looking at shit in the one hundreds, and I'm just like, how are some of these people ahead of other people? It's he, very he it's very confusing. God, he did not wrestle many matches for Ring of Honor during that period, the period that the, the PW Insider or the PW, PWI, it goes from like July to June. And uh, Pete, Dunn might... was, Pete Dunn was 100. Huh. I, War, you know... War, War Horse was 97. How is War Horse like 70 spots higher than Dan Housen? A mu- number of matches kind of comes into play on that too, but yeah. So weird, man. Yeah, so, some of these, some of the Leo Rush is at fifty three. He barely wrestled. I, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and I like he. It was like he was injured a lot. Yeah, like I'm. I'm very confused. I'm very confused by some of these rankings. Uh, Braun Strowman, you- one spot ahead of Walter. Hmm. 
It is a weird list, man. I mean, we can talk about it later if you want, but it's pretty, it's pretty wacky. Yeah, we'll get her pulled up. Let's see who number 500 is. Me. Number 500, Lulu Pencil. Okay. That girl who accompanies uh, Emmy Sakura on uh, oh. on the AEW shows. Yeah. Swoggle at 494. Saying it should be like, higher? Were, like, were you like, no, I'm just questioning if they were just running out of people at that point. Pete um, Williams at 481. Good lord. Uh, so uh, tremendous match. Go definitely go out of your way to see that tag match. It's going to be up there uh, for match of the year once it's all said and done. Uh, after the match, Penta's daughters come by and wife uh, to help celebrate. They were running out of time though, so they had to kind of rush them off. That was kind of unfortunate. But one one more one more real quick question about the PWI 500 before we continue. Is this the first year that they've had both men and women in the 500? I thought the women had their own. Yeah, so did I. There's a lot of women in this list this year. So I'm curious if they've, if they've merged the lists. I got my Mox magazine somewhere. I'd have to look. Like, I remember, like, there, there was a men's and a women's. Like, there's a PWI 500 for the men yep. and, like, a PWI 100 for the women. Yep. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of women in this list. I'd have to look. Which is very like like i don't i'm not complaining i mean it's pretty cool that you know it's cool that they're in here but it's surprising yeah I'd for, have to for me to see that yeah i'd have to look i'm not 100 percent sure on that uh women's casino battle royal next up uh the clubs come out first to karashita emmy sakura the bunny abaddon and sky blue getting a good pop being the local girl uh sky blue uh replaced um Julia Hart. Yeah, Julia Hart, that match. Uh, Diamonds came out next. Anna Jay making her in-ring return. Big pop for her. Kira Hogan, Kylan King, Diamante, and Nyla Rose. Then the Hearts came out. Thunder Rosa, uh, Penelope Ford, Riho, Jamie Hayter, and the Spades were the fourth group with Ty Conchi, uh, Red Velvet, Layla Hirsch, Jade Cargill and Rebel. And then the Joker, we all knew that was coming. Ruby Soho coming out to the rancid theme. Love it. Uh, big pop for Ruby. She looked absolutely happy to be there. Um, after it was all said and done, came down to Ruby, Thunder Rosa, and Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose gets dumped out. And a good final two between Nyla, uh, between uh, Ruby Soho and Thunder Rosa with Ruby Soho getting the win and gets a shot at the AEW Women's Championship. Um, got that prediction wrong, Matt, but I, I ain't mad that I got it wrong. Ruby, 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 so, oh. I just saw that. I just saw that band a few weeks ago, too. I'm no Taz, but I do what I can. Taz is a crooner. You know it. You I, know love he... I love when Taz sings the Jurassic Express theme on <laughs> On dark, on dark, yeah, does it all the time. I've been waiting for him to do it on dynamite, and he hasn't done it yet. Like, come on, man, give me was... what I want. <laughs> okay, Batista, give me what I want. Uh, uh, next up, MJF and Jericho. Jericho loses, he uh, has to retire from wrestling competition in AEW. Uh, this was a good match, 21 minutes long, and uh, I think it was too long, yeah. That was a good match, though. I thought it was very solid. 
uh, minimal distractions because Hager immediately stopped Wardlow. So that was really the only kind of distraction in the match. Um, I thought it was good storytelling and I thought Jericho uh, making MJF tap out for the first time in his career was uh, fitting. And uh, the inner circle guys come out to celebrate afterwards. I think, um, I think, I think the match should have been five minutes shorter. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will say the funniest part is all the people on the interwebs act like Marks. they're sick of, they, they're sick of Jericho and they want him to retire and MJF should have won and blah, blah, blah. That diehard loud ass crowd in Chicago vehemently disagreed. Yeah. Um, with, with the, with the internet's opinion that Chris Jericho should go away. So well, I wouldn't call it the internet's opinion. I would say the Marx's opinion. Yeah, I guess. It was a I'm, stupid idea from bad creative. I'm gonna go see Fozzie on Saturday. Yeah, my show got canceled and never rescheduled. So, oh, that sucks. Yep. Yeah, my show got my show got rescheduled for this Saturday. But my mine got rescheduled like four times before they finally canceled it. So, yikes! You stupid idiots. Uh. CM Punk, he got a pretty good pop, didn't he? A little bit. A little bit and, of a pop. And the return, the return of its clobbering time for CM Punk. And uh, just uh, like riding a bike, ain't it, Matt? It was so good, dude. Seven, seven years. They, they told a fucking amazing story in that match. Seven and a half uh, years away from the ring, and uh, he puts out a a seventeen minute classic with Darby Allen. Um, tremendous storytelling there, and uh, the first go. To, I, I love the I love Darby's bump on the first go to sleep out of the ring. That was a yeah, first. right out of the ring. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty sweet bump. Punk's like no. I and, think my uh, favorite spot. I think my favorite spot of the match is when Darby went for the coffin drop and Punk just sat up like the Undertaker. Yeah, and he had this look on his face like ah, I saw that coming, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it was great. And then just before the second go to sleep, we get the classic. Uh, we get the classic uh, little pose that Punk was uh, that Punk is telling you it's time to go to sleep. Yeah, but Darby um, Darby reversed that one. Oh, yeah, he did reverse that one, didn't he? Well, he didn't reverse the last one. No, not the last one. Cause he got it. He, he hit it quick. Yeah, that match. The match was awesome. They told a great story. Punk's as good as he ever was, and I can't wait to see him mix it up with uh, with Hobbs and Starks. And I still don't think he's fighting fucking Hulk. Like, oh, I, come I on. The internet the internet happening. wants it. The internet yeah, wants yes, punk. No, look, the, inter- the internet is the same people that want to see Hook wrestle the world and want to see Chris Jericho retire. I'm sorry that I can't take these fans' opinions at face value. Well, you're not talking about the same fans, first No, of it's pretty much the same fans. No. I've seen the same fans marking out for Hook and the same fans that are begging for Jericho to go away. Oh, uh, that's not me, so. Well, I'm telling you what I see on the on the social media, pal. Uh, uh, Punk after the match, uh, he yells, "I'm back, motherfuckers! <laughs> I'm motherfucking back!" Uh, after the match, we're motherfucking happy to have you. After the Very match, happy. after the match, Sting comes into the ring. They shake hands, help Darby up, and uh, they shake hands there too. Um, 
I was then, really expecting Brian Danielson here. Not gonna then, lie. And then uh then Punk. Uh we'll see. I had avoided all spoilers. So I had no idea if Brian had been out yet or not. But then when they started doing the yes chance, um while Kenny was talking, I had a feeling he hadn't come out. And then uh nobody had any idea that Adam Cole was gonna show up tonight either. But um I did. Um Andrew Zarian posted a picture of a Panama sunrise Sunday afternoon and said, nice view with a winky emoji. Hmm. And I said, oh, my God. And I'm not um, talking like Panama sunrise, the move, like le- le- legitimate yeah. picture of a, of, a, of a sunrise in Panama. <laughs> and I'm just like, you, you sneaky little bastard. <laughs> uh, and then a, a funny moment at the end of that segment, Punk uh, uh, teasing to go into the heel tunnel. <laughs> or maybe he was just confused because AEW switched the tunnels again. Yeah, dude, we're going to talk about that tonight. Um, well, we can talk about it now. They switched the tunnel. I just said it. it they drives, switched the tunnels. It fucking drives me nuts, man. Look, I, I don't look. It depends on whatever side they film on the hard cam. When they film from this side, they flip the fucking tunnels. The tunnels look the fucking same no matter what side they film from they need to stop doing that it is confusing to the casual fan Mm -hmm. that doesn't understand like we we understand the face tunnels on the right and the heel tunnels on the left but when you're having all the baby faces come out of the left on nights like tonight it confuses people and if you're gonna do that get rid of the get rid of the face and heel tunnels and make a new stage because it's not it, it it's a confusing mechanic for your product that you need to get rid of. You don't you don't need to be confusing your audience like that. Still thought it was funny. Should I go over here? No, it was it, no, here? it was funny, but it, it it made it annoying what they did on Dynamite tonight. Yeah, because you have established those tunnels as being important. Like, I knew Adam Cole was going to be with the Elite on Sunday night because he came out of the heel tunnel. He didn't come out of the face tunnel like Brian Danielson did. He came out of the heel tunnel. So, like, that, that kind of shit is important. So, you're establishing that kind of stuff. You have to keep it uniform from show to show or else you're just confusing your audience. Yeah, I don't know why they switched. I, I, yeah, it, it's I, really fucking weird. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, next up, uh, uh, announcement that full gear is moved to Saturday, November 13th, as Tony Khan said in the uh, post media scrum, um, he's friends with Dana White does not, he doesn't think they should be taking money off of each other's tables. So he has moved it back a week to November 13th or moved it ahead a week to November. Th- well, I don't know, whatever, however you call it. Move it's it a I week later. I guess move it ahead. I, I hate, I hate this decision by the way. Why? Because unless it's going to end up like being in DC, like I've just I've lost my chance to go to full gear because it's not going to be in St. Louis anymore. Yeah. Well, how so, would, how would like, it, how would St. Louis be any different for you? Because St. Louis is where is where one of my friends live, and we were oh. all going to get together there and go to the show. And now that you know, the, I'm hearing the rumors it's going it's going to be in Minnesota. I'm definitely not fucking going to Minnesota. Um, you know, and like. So, like, unless they surprise the, unless they surprise me and put full gear in Washington D.C., which I would love, by the way, uh, D.C. deserves its first AEW pay per view. 
Yeah. Um, Baltimore had one. Give DC. We host the first fucking dynamite, damn it. Give us a fucking pay-per-view. Uh and unless they give us full unless they give us full gear, like I'm 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 gonna miss the show and it, it fucking breaks my heart because I was dead set on going the full gear. I don't want to go to fucking Minnesota in November. You know how fucking cold it's gonna be in Minnesota in November. Man, it won't be that cold. It didn't get doesn't get doesn't get it doesn't get butt naked cold till January. It'll be fine. In Minnesota? Um, yeah. Uh I live in Nebraska, remember? <laughs> How close uh, is that to Minnesota? Uh, it's a quick hour flight, a few hours. It's like a six to eight hour trip, probably eight hour trip. If full gears in Minnesota, are you going? Maybe it's gonna. It'd probably be a cheap flight. Uh, I was thinking about driving to St. Louis because it's a six hour drive. Um, I gotta see how the again money situation. Money situation oh, yeah. is gonna be a question all the way until next year when I get my bonus. Then it'll be a little better. Then it'll be a little better. So I, I'm I'm hold, I'm withholding breath until because uh, like flights to Chicago were ridiculous. Well, uh, if you're if you're going to Minnesota, that might change the game. Yeah, I'll, I'll I, see. I, I might end up going. Like I don't want to go. The whole thing I don't go by myself. Yeah, if we like, get, I want to go. I want to go to an event like this with a group of friends. I don't want to go on my own. Yeah, if we get a goddamn, if we can get a goddamn announcement. I figured the announcement would drop tonight. So I I thought they were going to announce it, you know, following the pay per view, and they didn't do it. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck are you waiting on? Like the damn show's you know two months away at this point. Like fans need to plan their fucking travel. Fucking tell us where it's going to be. Some priority had. Dude, I am so happy I didn't book my flight. I almost booked my flight to St. Louis like a week, a week, week, uh, like a week, a week and a half ago. And I would have been so fucking mad had I had I had done that. So, like, I already felt bad enough that I, I feel like I might miss this pay per view. Had I booked that flight and they changed it, I'd have been furious. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how many people do that far ahead, but I mean, the date was known. So. Yeah. I don't. I don't think booking a flight two months out is really unheard of. No, because it's usually cheaper. Yeah, exactly. That's what that was. That was my game plan. <laughs> uh, good to see Paul White out there beating up QT Marshall in a three-minute match. Uh, he looked pretty good, I thought, in the ring. Uh, they yeah, it's run all, down. It's all it needed to be. Yep. Uh, it almost got to the point. It almost got cut. Uh, that was going to be the match that was on the chopping block because they were short of time. Uh, really? Throughout, mm-hmm, throughout most of the show. Who, when did they say that? Oh, I can't remember where that came from, but uh, I I, I, saw know, I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that. From I saw that from a I saw that from a pretty credible source. I just can't remember which source right now. Uh, but yeah, they were running short on time throughout the whole event, and that would have been the one on the chopping block if they were out of, uh, out of time. That's weird. It took to me the pay per view seemed paced perfectly, and they they still went off the air a few minutes to midnight. I felt like they. I felt like the timing for everything was perfect. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, I mean, if you noticed, uh, like a, with Penta and that, they were rushing uh, his family off. They were trying to get that segment over with real quick. Um, yeah, you could tell that they were kind of pushing it throughout the show. Uh, the main event, Christian Cage, Kenny Omega. Um it was tremendous, uh, you know, but we we all ex- we all knew without a shadow of a doubt that Omega was going to win here. 
I'd have been a lot more excited for this match had I not seen it three weeks prior. Yeah, I I, 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 I stand by that. I, I don't. I actually think the match on Rampage was better. Yeah, to be to be, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it was like I, I don't know. It was uh, it was a pretty good. I mean, the show. match was fine. It was a good was, match. It was, it was a good match. But I mean, like I I truly think the match on Rampage was better. But like no one fucking remembers the match anyway. Everybody remembers the one way angel <laughs> off the top rope finish and what happened after. Yeah. That's all anybody fucking remembers. So, and not that big of a deal. It was a, uh, it was a, a pretty tremendous uh, twenty minute match though that they put on. But yeah, it's all about the end. Kenny Omega getting a uh, 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 cutting a promo saying day in day out you're in you're out he said you're in <laughs> he goes all of the people that could take the title off me are not here they're retired are they're already dead and as soon as he said already dead the lights go out you know it's all about that boom brian danielson no baby. no adam fucking cole baby my god that i'll tell you what mikey uh, ruckus man that theme was perfect for that moment because once it hit and then the, it just wiped Adam, you know, wiped the logo. Perfect, uh, perfect way to debut it, man. I thought that was just fucking tremendous, baby. Ruckus does a lot of work. That might be my favorite AEW theme right now. That is a... a like he, he fucking nailed that because you know how much I hated his, his last NXT theme. Like which, I fucking hated that theme with a fucking passion. Which was so which that was generic what? that generic fucking shitty rock track they gave Cole after the Undisputed Era split. Oh, he he had a hand in that. No, I'm saying oh. I hated it in NXT. Oh. So I'm I'm saying I'm saying how big of a deal it is that I think Cole's new theme from Ruckus is one of the best themes in AEW. It's really fucking good. Yeah. It is, uh, it is tremendous. And then I saw some people, uh, well, we'll get to that in a minute, but, uh, Adam Cole fucking fucking roof blows off Chicago and, um, Adam Cole gets in the ring, does his Adam Cole, baby. Holy fuck. Was that loud? That was, uh, uh, a fucking, uh, a fucking great Adam Cole, baby. And, um, so, uh, you know, he's, he's like, you know, staring down the line. He's like, you know, you know, you know what you guys did to me, you know, you know, you know, and then just as young boy gets up, fucking hits him with a super kick. Oh, the elite has gotten stronger. The super elite, the super click, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Adam Cole, baby, is in it, and BTE is going to be better for it. Um, so, Kenny Omega hands the mic off to uh, uh, to Adam Cole. So it's it's a return of story time with Adam Cole, baby. Something that uh, had unfortunately disappeared on uh, NXT, right, Matt? We did not get much story time, did we? And, um, well, Kenny Omega was about ready to bid us adieu. When oh, some more familiar music hit, huh, Matt? Oh boy, some more familiar music. Fly the Valkyries, fucking Brian Danielson is all elite. 
comes out to a gigantic pop, gigantic yes chance, and uh, uh, and a, a melee ensues with some yes kicks and a knee. And uh, my God, what a way to end the pay per view, Matt! What a fucking way to end the pay per view. Hashtag good shit, pal. Man, I saw some people bitching about the theme. I'm like, no, nah, I like it. I like Daniel Bryan's kind of. It's it's my understanding. Colin reached out to get the final countdown. Oh, really? And the asking price from Europe was so obscene that even Tony Khan wouldn't pay. That's dumb. So that Break must be, that that must mean that, like the asking price was stomach turning stomach turningly insane. Uh, the thing is that song still gets used in commercials and shit, so that's probably why. Maybe. I just a guess. Just a just a just an educated guess. I'm curious how much a flight is from Omaha to Minnesota. When is it? Uh November 13th, right? Uh let me look at the calendar real quick. I think it is. Uh yeah, November 13th. Like I said, the rumor is Minnesota. So mm-hmm. Like not, and it's not confirmed, but PW Insider and Sean Ross Sapp have both said Minnesota. So, hmm, I can get there and back for ninety six dollars each way. Hmm, that's not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, maybe I'll go after all. We'll have to see. Just need some friends to go with, damn it. Man. What a what a fucking night though, man. Unbelievable. Just throwing those two in the same segment at the end was brilliant, wasn't it? Uh, I fucking I fucking loved it, man. Fucking loved it. All right, so the fallout from all out dynamite tonight in cincinnati home of john moxley we kick things off with balakai black and dustin Rhodes. good opener uh man can still go for uh, being in his 50s uh and uh, i think he held up very well against malachi black uh took an exposed turnbuckle to daze dustin into the into the black mass and malachi and malachi black gets the win um Eddie Kingston cutting a promo. I don't think he's done with Miro, is he? Doesn't seem like it. Cult of personality hits and a Cincinnati going nuts. And uh, uh, I, I, I thought it was great when uh, Taz got on the mic and and uh, wondered if the uh, the feel good bullshit tour was going to end anytime soon. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, I thought that was good. Uh, so clearly. Uh, I, I love the back and forth with Taz and Punk. I thought it was tremendous. Uh, clearly, we're setting up a, a team Taz and Punk type of feud here down the road. Obviously, Punk has said he wants to wrestle Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. God, that match with Ricky Starks is going to be phenomenal. Can't wait. Um, so that was pretty damn good. Tony interviewing Ruby Soho. And uh, Britt Baker interrupts and... Uh, Talks about uh, how she spent four years in catering. 
and uh, Ruby telling Tony, I, I know your friends and all, but uh, I'm going to whoop her ass. Powerhouse Hobbs took on Dante Martin. Once again, uh, Dante Martin looking fucking tremendous, isn't he? Dude, he's a star, man. His, his brother better get healed sooner. <laughs> he might be <laughs> left in the dust, pal. Brother's going to be left on dark. Uh, yeah, he needs he needs to get back and and freaking uh, get that uh, get that top flight tag team going soon. I don't know when they're when he's due back, but I don't know either. But man, if I'm him, I'm like fuck. I gotta <laughs> right? get back. To, I gotta get back to that fucking raid, pal. Yeah, maybe he'll. Uh, My maybe brother's he'll... taking all the spotlight and shit. Maybe he'll catch. Isn't he the younger brother too, Dante? I think he is. Yeah, I think Dante's the younger brother. He's like twenty, maybe insane dude's that young and that good that's just not that's not fair uh but powerhouse Hobbs got the win uh we got uh dan lambert with uh the men of the year dan lambert sure knows how to how to be a heel uh that was a lot of fun i uh, invited some people to come up to the booth and shut them up never got a follow-up on that i was kind of hoping we would matt yeah and speaking of Matt. Uh, 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 Matt Hardy says he wants to shave Orange Cassidy's hair, and he's like, nah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> MJF, uh, boy, was MJF on fire tonight or what, Matt? Yeah, I, th- I thought this promo was a hell of a lot better than Lambert. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking MJF, uh, talking about how mama should have swallowed and whoo, going after Linda Pillman. It was so funny that Linda, Linda Pillman, uh, the uh the mother of uh of uh of <laughs> oh my god she like couldn't she was like holding in laughter when mjf was insulting her i thought that was just fucking hilarious and then of course uh uh mjf talking shit to pillman's daughter and and uh, that brought out brian pillman jr to a, a big pop and um and uh i thought that was a uh a pretty good pro. I mean, Pillman's been having some pretty good promos, and uh, uh, he jumps in and attacks Wardlow. Well, Wardlow got uh, kind of um, uh, made a bitch out of from MJF, and so he, he kind of took his time, kind of pulling Pillman off there a couple times, didn't he? Second time, he definitely did. Uh, MJF, of course, blaming Wardlow for his loss to Jericho, so he just told him to sit in the corner and look pretty. Uh, but eventually the two uh, uh, would uh, overcome Pillman. So then Griff Garrison makes the save. MJF clocks Griff Garrison with the uh, diamond ring. And uh, then uh, Pillman makes the save and uh, sets up. Uh, I, I'm, I didn't think this would be uh, an Arthur Ashe, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy that this is going to be kind of a mini feud that uh, culminates at Arthur Ashe, Matt. I think it's a pretty cool, pretty cool spot for Pillman, especially. Um, yeah, I guess Arthur Ashe needs an opening contest scheduled for one fall. You know, I'm not, I'm not, look, I'm not trying to be mean, but Arthur Ashe is like their biggest, it could be their biggest dynamite ever. I just, Brian Pillman Jr. versus MJF didn't scream like a match that needed to be on that card. Hmm. I'm sorry. I just, just being honest. I figured it'd be on a rampage this week. No, it's it's Max Caster against. Uh, oh, no, that, yeah, that came later on. 
Yeah. I figured it might be on Rampage. Uh, Ruby Soho making her dynamite debut, taking on Jamie Hayter. Gets the uh, win with the right kick. Britt Baker attacks at the after the uh, after the match. Riho trying to make the save, but yeah, it didn't work. Um, went for the Baker was going to do the curb stomp on the belt when Statlander made the save, and um, I thought it was uh, I thought it was quite adorable when Riho was sitting on Statlander's knee. <laughs> Brian Cage challenging Ricky Starks to a match. Of course, uh, you know Team Taz kind of fucked him over there on that on their last match, so. We probably are getting a finale to that feud here sometime soon. I don't. Did they announce it officially for next week, or, or do we not know yet? What? Cage and Starks. They they did not announce it officially. God, that's probably going to be an Arthur Ashe too. FTR and Sean Spears, the Pinnacle, taking on uh, Dark Orders. Uno Grayson and Silver Johnny Hungy. Uh, the. Uh, uh, FTR gets the win. FTR and Spears get the win. And uh, afterwards, uh, Dark Order getting physical, starting to beat each other up uh, in the ring as they are all frustrated uh, before Anna, Jay, and Ty Conti come out and then uh, just stare at them and uh, they don't do anything further. Uh, I, I thought maybe Hangman was coming back tonight. Matt, did you? No, I'm, I'm not really sure when he's going to be back, but. Yeah. Because we we don't know he's really good at keeping his private life private. Yeah. Um. So we don't really know when his wife is given is given birth. Or she has already. It, you know? it, yeah. For all we know, she already has. We we don't know. So it's really hard to pinpoint when he's going to be back because we don't have that. You know. We don't have that. In, we don't have that information. Thanks to hey man being a very being a very private guy and uh plus uh you know news does not uh personal things do not leak out of aew which is no they most certainly do not which is uh what brought punk to aew most likely uh with uh the Brody lee stuff same with uh brian danielson tolly blanchard uh talking with tony shivani that brings back some uh memories of the nwa days challenging uh blanchard is ch- uh, challenging sting eventually to a match it'll be interesting uh but also saying that uh sean spears is challenging darby allen uh we get sammy Guevara coming out to a gigantic pop he uh has his signs uh, as we go to the picture in picture um uh they're checking on uh griff garrison and interviewing brian pillman and uh then the acclaimed come in and talk some shit. And uh, so it's going to be Max Caster and Brian Pillman on Rampage this week. The elite come out and uh, they, uh, uh, Nick Jackson looking completely ridiculous with that nose ring. Uh, they, and they, uh, they, they, the elite minus Adam Cole because it's time to just, you know, it's time to give him his own entrance, baby. So Adam Cole comes out, a huge pop and a huge Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole said the story time, but first gets in Tony Schiavone's face. How great was that, Matt? <laughs> you knew it was coming. I just didn't know it was coming this quick. Uh, he, he goes, if you look at his fiance eat at the wrong way, he'll have no problem beating the hell out of him. And then tells him to get out of the ring. <laughs> oh, that was something. That was something from Adam Cole, baby. 
uh, Kenny Omega getting on the mic, saying how he hates interruptions. And as soon as he said that, Brian Danielson's music hit. <laughs> and uh, uh, Danielson grabs the mic and says uh, that, ask Cincinnati if they want to see uh, Danielson and Omega fight. And of course, a gigantic yes chant for that. And uh, Danielson says that Omega is afraid of him. And uh, Danielson puts uh, puts Kenny into the S lock, and uh, then the Elite beat him up. But then uh, Christian Cage, Frankie Kazarian, and Jurassic Express make the save. And uh, poor Michael Nakazawa left in the ring all or no cut was a Cutler or Nakazawa that was left in the ring all alone. Cutler, Cutler, and uh, he ate the running knee. And then we end the night with. Uh, with Suzuki and Moxley beating the dog shit out of each other. Holy crap. Did Suzuki get busted open over the eye there? Uh, I hope, I hope we can revisit this in a pay-per-view or something where we get 15 minutes, Matt. I hope, I hope we do that sometime because they did not get enough time here because they ended uh, the match a few minutes early so they could have Moxley celebrate with his city, which was cool. Good ending. I thought, but uh, hopefully they give those guys some time down the, down the line. Uh, I, I I don't think there was really a shitty part of Dynamite tonight, was there? No, very much enjoyed the show. I thought it was real good. Like I said, my only nitpick on Dynamite is that damn stage right now. <laughs> damn tunnels. What do you want? You want cuddle, colored tunnels or what do you want? I just want them to come out of the proper fucking tunnels every fucking week. That too. They're probably doing it just to fuck with us. It's not a smart thing to do. <laughs> right. Uh, NXT this week, uh, the very last NXT before we get the uh, the new and improved NXT. <laughs> uh, uh, great opener with Ember Moon and Kaylee Ray. I thought that was good. Uh, gave him 15 minutes. Uh, Kay- Kaylee Ray gets the win with the uh, gory bomb. Uh, they have a bachelor party for Indy Hartwell, which uh, kind of shows the debut of uh, uh of uh, uh steph uh i forgot her last name but uh she was uh in the party there I can't, she's a, been in developmental for a little bit uh indie girl god damn what's her fucking name i have to look it up now it's just gonna bother me steph De- uh, steph delander there we go she's gonna be known as persia now going forward but uh she was at the party making her unofficial nxt debut uh, Carmelo Hayes and Santos Escobar had a great match uh, that went uh, about 15 minutes, and Santos Escobar getting the win there. I thought they, I thought they had a tremendous match there. Definitely want to see more of them. Uh, Regal says there will be a fatal four-way between Ciampa, Dunn, O'Reilly, and L.A. Knight. Dummy, yeah, yeah. Uh, the winner gets Samoa Joe. Who do you think comes out on top here, Matt? Well, it depends. It depends if Pete Dunn signed a new deal or not. Yeah. Because um, if he has, I think it should be him. Right. So we'll see. I thought I saw an update on that, but I, I missed it. I, I, I think I have it somewhere in the headlines. Uh, if not, I would not mind seeing Kyle O'Reilly and Joe go at it. Uh, you know, I honestly, I, I would, I, I think we're going to win with whoever wins. I would not. Chomp and Joe would be tremendous, and LA Knight and Joe would be tremendous. So, uh, you know, I, I'm fine with any of that. Uh, the Creed I brothers. I don't really want to see LA Knight and Joe. I feel like we've seen that already. 
right? Didn't, didn't they fight in TNA at some point? Like, I feel like they had to. Him. Uh, I don't think Joe was there. Was it like they never crossed? It feels like I've seen that match before. Mm. Maybe I'm out. Maybe I'm maybe I'm out of my mind, but it, it feels like I've seen it. Uh, like out of out of the four, that's the match I want to see the least. When did Joe come to NXT? Uh, Joe came to NXT right when LA or right when Eli Drake came to Impact. There you go. I, I, it's amazing. I feel like I've seen that match a, a dozen times already, and I've probably never seen it at all. It's probably because it'll it'll probably happen a dozen times on Monday Night Raw in two years. Woof. Uh, Creed Brothers uh, destroyed some jobbers. They look fucking impressive. I like the Creed Brothers. I think that's a better fit than what they had before in Diamond Mines. So I think it's already an upgrade. They're kind of doing a little slow build with the Diamond Mine and not an immediate push, which is fine by me. Um, uh, because they obviously they lost uh, Tyler Rust when he got fired. And so, uh, you know, I, I kind of like what they're uh, kind of doing with Adam the Creed Brothers. I think it's working. Uh, NXT tag titles, EO and Zoe took on Casey and Caden. I was hoping for a title change here, but no. Uh, they love this opposites of track story. So they're going to continue it with EO and Zoe winning. Uh, how, how great was the Dexter Loomis bachelor party, Matt? Best thing on the show, in my opinion, (laughs) you got Johnny Gargano. Who's finally come around on Dexter. Cameron Grimes to the moon. Drake Maverick, who uh, also showed up on another show earlier this week. Uh, Odyssey Jones and the zombie referee. Now, if that's not a party, I don't know what a party is. Uh, they went go-kart racing. They went axe throwing. Uh, uh, no surprise. Dexter Loomis is good with an axe. Uh, and then they did a little laser tag and, um, (laughs) and then we got the line, uh, you cracked Johnny's nut. All setting up the wedding for index next week. Uh, May Yang making her in-ring debut and killed a jobber. Um, she looked pretty damn impressive, though. Uh, where is Zia Lee, though? I don't know if she got called up or what happened. I know she's done some dark matches. Yeah, hey, but... I don't know what the fuck's going on with her. Yeah, she's all of a sudden been absent from uh, uh, from Chin Sha. Next week on that NXT... Act, that act really doesn't work without her there. So. Yeah, yeah. Next week, we get the four-way uh, for the title. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, Frankie Monet getting a title match against Raquel Gonzalez. I have a feeling this is not going to end in uh, a decision. I just have a, a, a feeling because the, 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 just how quickly they they built this match, I think there's going to be a, somehow a no decision to build up a feud later on. Just my my gut. And, of course, the uh, the wedding of Index. Uh, MSK, Danny Burch, and uh, Oni Lorcan. Pretty decent tag match. MSK retains. But the big story was afterwards, Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland uh, say, uh, fuck you, Orny and Birch. Uh, we're going to uh, uh, excommunicate you guys from the group. So, a lot of people think this is a sign that... Dunn signed. That, no, a lot of people think this is a sign that Oni and, uh, and Birch are going to be a part of the next round of releases. Ooh. Yeah, there's a rumor going around that there's more so, NXT releases coming. Yeah. 
some are so, uh, and 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 some of the quotes are longtime guys. They would be the definition of such. Yep. So yeah, like when they when they got when they got jumped and taken out of the group on Tuesday, everybody's like, "Oh, they're probably yeah. out." <clears throat> now that you mentioned that, it does feel a lot like Alexander Wolf, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Maybe WWE held off on releases this week because the fucking father of NXT had a fucking heart attack. I wonder why. Look, man, if I had to deal with all the stress and pressure of dealing with Vince McMahon on a daily basis, I'd probably have a fucking heart attack too. And how he's fucking... I feel I feel so I feel so bad. And, and, and how he's ruined how he's ruined everything he built. I just feel I feel so bad for him. I hope I hope yeah. nothing for the best. I hope for a speedy recovery and he's gonna be able to come back and do stuff. But man, after that, like you can't you can't even like think about to me anyway, like you can't even think about Triple H getting in the ring again. No, because he said like, himself he said himself it's gonna be a good three months in order to be ready. Uh, there's no way he's gonna be uh, so yeah, don't he he's not gonna return at Mania. No. No, like I mean period. Yeah, I know. Like I, when, it, it, once once you have something like this, you're in your forties. Like you shouldn't be. Wow, look at Lawler you know, though. Lawler, Lawler's a fucking psychopath. Like <laughs> but, Triple H yeah. is that Triple H is a hell of a lot smarter than Lawler. Yeah, Triple I, H I was think, uh, talking about one more run in the ring, but yeah, that's definitely not going to be anytime soon now. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown this week from uh, Jacksonville, and uh, Pat McAfee has finally home of a dub Duval. Uh, 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 Pat McAfee says he has uh, defeated COVID and it could suck it. And uh, he'll be back next week for the MS this week for the MSG show. So it's Graves. God. It's Graves. <laughs> Graves out my fucking ears on Friday. It's bad enough I have to hear him on Mondays. Uh, we uh, we got some promos from the Usos and then Usos and Street Profits and and uh, winner by disqualification, the Street Profits. So we'll uh, we'll continue that feud. This was um, hands down one of the worst SmackDowns I've seen in a long time. Yeah, not a good show. I really not good. I didn't hate it as bad, but yeah, I also just like that. like the action, the in ring action for the show was fine, but the creative direction and, and the decisions that they made ruined the show for me throughout. I like I fucking hated it. Not a not a good not a good show not a good show in for the blue brand. Paul Heyman may want to change his ringtone for Brock Lesnar as he was being interviewed by Caleb. <laughs> that's probably, dude, that was probably the best thing on the show. I that's, thought uh, that segment with Heyman and Big E, probably I, the best thing on the show. I thought Big E was like, I thought Big E was behind them with a boom box fucking with him. I didn't realize that was actually his ringtone. And actually that was Brock calling him. Yep. Uh, I, I thought it was Big E fucking with him, but then it was even better because uh, uh, Heyman bumps into the janitor. And that gender turns out to be Big E, who just holds the briefcase and laughs hysterically. And I love that gimmick. Every time Big E just laughs hysterically in Paul's face is just fucking gold. I love it. And of course, gun Paul to your, and- gun to your head and you have to be right. When Kevin Owens' contract was restructured, were the New Day's contracts restructured as well? God, I hope so. I want. The I par- think they were. I want the party back. Because... Together. Owens was done in 2023 and got moved to 2022. I think the new day that were locked in the t- till 2024 probably got bumped to 2023. Hopefully, yeah, Cesaro too, so we can get the. Party. I wish, I wish we had some details on Cesaro's deal. I really hope he didn't sign 
a really long extension this year because he got like that mini push and then they just flattened him again. I really hope, I really hope he didn't sign a long deal. That man needs to get the fuck out of there. Yep. He's so much better than what they do with him. Uh, Becky Lynch came out and uh, that's when we started hearing fake noise. Oh God. Uh, fake Stop noise. doing that shit. Fake noise trying to get us to hate Becky Lynch and fake noise. Uh, my God, there was a fake pop that was so out of place for Bianca Belair as well. Why? The crowd what? was behind both women. Just let them be behind both women and let yeah. them make up their mind as this shit goes along. Fucking be organic, man. God. Yeah, I real I really hate that shit. Like if you if look if Vince, if that's what you want to fucking do, just put them back in the fucking Thunderdome. Like what why are we even there? Uh Dolph Ziggler trying to hit on Tony Storm didn't quite work. Uh well, at least Tony Storm got on fucking TV. Right. It was sort of a uh, terrible storyline, but at least she was there. And uh Rick Boogs defeated Dolph Ziggler in like two minutes. I'm um, already I'm already over this shit. I'm, I am. I am. Ve- I am very tired of the fact that the Intercontinental Champion is playing second fiddle to fucking Rick Boog. Like enough of this shit. He's the side act. Nakamura's the star. Stop. Stop this nonsense. When's that Stop guy's it. deal up? I know he's friends. Knox, with, I know that's he's. A, that's a great question. I, I know he's know friends. With, I know he's. Fr- I know he's friends with Brian. He'll go over to AEW. Dude, I would love to see Nakamura and Omega in Fuck AEW. Yeah. My God, pal! I'd I'd love to see a little Forbidden Door get a Omega uh, get a Nakamura and Okada, man. Uh, oh, I'm sure if Nak if Nakamura if Nakamura's deal runs out, he goes to AEW. I'm sure PK would not stop him from doing stuff with New Japan if he wanted to. He'd be at Wrestle Kingdom in a heartbeat. Uh, Cesaro, Zazaro, uh, I guess we were starting up with uh, Seth Rollins again. Um, ended a disqualification because Rollins used a steel chair. And then uh, Seth Rollins went all edge light on us and tried to do all of Edge's stuff, including... Yeah, dude, uh, like he's really leaning into this now. It's, yep. kind of weird. it's kind of lame. Busting the uh, bottom bar off of a chair and choking out Cesaro with it and was getting ready for a concerto, but Edge made the save... Yeah. Uh, we got a little. Uh, That's what I think of that. Yeah. Well, just wait till we get to Raw. Uh, oh God, we're not doing Raw. How many times do I need to fucking tell you that? Uh, Reigns and Le- uh, Reigns and uh, and Heyman talking, and uh, Heyman let out that uh, uh, he spoke to 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 uh, to Brock on the phone, and. Uh, Reigns goes, how do you know he's in Saskatchewan? Oh, Heyman shit his pants. Well, maybe he's in Minnesota. And then Reigns goes, well, I wonder if he's in Jacksonville. Paranoid son of a bitch. Happy Corbin on the KO show. Because uh, we can't do anything else with KO. Well, maybe that's why he's leaving. You think? Uh. And we got uh, uh, Corbin uh, cheap-shotting KO when he was going to attack Jake Paul. And um, eh, I like I like Happy Corbin. At least I'll give it that. But 
at least they at least they got Logan Paul out on a heel segment, not trying to get pops from the crowd because nobody fucking likes him. <laughs> yeah, at least they learned that. It took them forever, but uh, Zane beat Dominic in a couple minutes. Uh, we're just waiting, watching that clock for the heel turn. He's gonna turn on Daddy. Uh, Naomi tried to talk to Sonya Deville, didn't work again. She blew her off. Um, and then we got a, a interview from Finn Balor. Um, the Usos jumping Balor at his entrance uh, before the WWE Universal Title match, uh, but eventually Balor would uh, regain his composure and uh, put together a good match with Roman Reigns. Uh, but Roman would win with the guillotine choke. But if you did notice something, uh, a little something at the end of the uh, of the matches, Roman's walking up the ramp mat. Did you know the lights went kind of red and we heard a little little heartbeat yeah i'm not happy about it to be honest you're not happy about the uh you're not happy about uh the demon coming back no because then we come back they're gonna bring the demon back to neuter him Ugh, like the demon shouldn't be coming back to lose the fucking roman reigns like I'm, or, not looking, I'm not looking forward to that. Or or the demon wins the title and then look uh, if look if they do that, then I'm all for it. But I don't demon, I don't see them doing it. Demon wins the title and then we have a uh, Brock and Roman in a a feud that isn't for the title. That's what that's the best I, case scenario. I, I I would love that, but I, I don't I don't have the faith that you do. That is I, well, that's why I just said it was best case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Uh shit. Monday Night Raw was all about the tag team turmoil, which uh, ended up in um who the fuck won that even? Oh, Bobby and MVP. Bobby and MVP. Yay. So we get a rematch next week of the match we saw last week. Well, uh, well welcome to Monday Night Raw. Um again, RK bro still great. You think they put two titles on 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 Randy? I doubt it. Do you think we're gonna get that? For the title, I thought they signed it for Extreme Rules, didn't they? Did they? Orton and I thought they did. Oh, well, then they Maybe were teasing. I don't the, know. Old, and then they were teasing the Alma stuff too. Teasing the Alma stuff as well. Uh, so there's a lot of tag matches. I mean, it was an okay episode of Raw, but it wasn't much to write home about. Uh, McIntyre and Sheamus again tearing the house down. No surprise. Uh, Sheamus getting the win thanks to a handful of tights. Um, Clearly, uh, Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. are going to win the tag team titles at Extreme Rules. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, poor John Morrison. I mean, we, we thought we were going to get the return of, like, serious ass-kicking John Morrison when the Miz turned on him. Instead, he gets fed to carrying cross after two minutes. Woof. Why? Uh, Charlotte Flair retained against uh, sloppy jacks it's almost like sloppy joe sloppy jacks uh oh uh, speaking of wolf how about jeff hardy coming out for the 24 7 uh can we get rid of his him? fucking deal up right have put him with a bro man well would you like to see him in the hardy family office no i'd like to see the hardy family office dissolve when jeff hardy gets there we get the hardy boys back uh Drake Maverick standing on the uh, on the uh, uh, on the stage staring at at Reggie, so Maverick's back on Raw apparently. Uh, 
was the best thing for him because if he would have been in NXT any longer, he'd have been released. Yep. I definitely thought he was going to be one of the ones on the chopping block. Yep. Yep. But, you know, him, then, going, him being moved back to Raw probably saved his ass. And then we had the tag team turmoil. Uh, how about fucking the pop that uh, almost and Lashley got for the stare down? Hmm? Uh, as I said on Twitter that night, uh, uh, imagine what happens when you take two people and protect them. Yep. For six months, people can actually get excited when they stand off across each other. This is, it, to me, this is a perfect example of showing how 50 50 booking doesn't fucking work. Yep. Exactly. Like, neither of these guys, neither of these men have been 50 50 by any stretch of the imagination. And then you pair them off against each other and the crowd loses their mind. This is how, this is how you book shit, WWE. Yep. When you 50 50 everybody and no one fucking matters. You don't get reactions like that. You didn't get that reaction because they're two big, gigantic men. You got that reaction because they're two very protected members of the roster that are badasses. And now that they're facing off each other, ooh, neither of these guys ever lose. Who's going to fucking win? Yeah. And that's what you fucking got. You know, it, it, Vince will just be like, oh, it's because they're, they're big monsters, pal. Ha, ha, ha. Everybody loves the big guys. Yeah, that's that's not fucking why people pot. It no. was because of how they've been booked and protected. In Vince's mind, that's what it was. Of Vince's course mind. it is. Yeah. Because Vince's a fucking idiot. Uh PW five PWI five hundred came out today. And um run down the uh the top twenty real quick here. Twenty Jonathan Gresham. 19, Chris Jericho. 18, Suwama. Who's Suwama? See? I don't fucking know. Okay. <laughs> uh, a Japanese wrestler. And uh, he works for All Japan. Oldable Guerrero at 17. Karrion Cross at 16. Hey, uh, Karrion Cross. here's a spoiler for you, pal. You ain't going to be in the top 20 next year. <laughs> nope. This was all NXT. Uh, number 15, Tetsuya Naito. 14, Darby Allen. 13, Big E. 12, Randy Orton. 11, Cody Rhodes. 10, Rich Swan. 9, Shingo Takagi. I do not agree with it all. 8, Finn Balor. 7, Will Ospreay. 6, John Moxley, who was the uh, number one last year. 5, Kota Abushi. 4, Drew McIntyre. Three Bobby Lashley, two Roman Reigns, and number one Kenny by God Omega. Uh, some notables: uh, Keith Lee at twenty-four, one ahead of Okada at twenty-five, MJF at twenty-six, uh, Matt's favorite Nick Aldis at thirty, way too high. Zazaro at thirty-two, Hangman at thirty-four, uh, Adam Cole, baby, thirty-seven. That was way too low, I think. Uh, Jay White at 39, Moose at 40, Gargano at 43, Jay Uso at 45. Jay had a good year. So uh, Rollins at 48. I don't think I've ever seen him that low. And uh, one ahead of him was uh, Lee Moriarty, who uh, became all elite tonight, didn't he? Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. 
Yeah. Uh, 49, AJ Gray from uh, GCW. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly at 50. Uh, Ray Phoenix at 55. Nick Gage at 61. KO at 63. Sammy Guevara at 66. Jungle Boy, 69. Uh, Bray White at 74. Eddie Kingston, 75. One ahead of Riddle at 76. Um, Nakamura at 82. Damian Priest at 85. I think that'll go up this year. <laughs> Way they're pushing him on Raw. Uh, uh, Chris Bay at 94. Effie at 95. Wheeler Yuta at 96. Uh, Pete Dune at 100. And, um, Janelle at 106. Ah, good to see Ali Catch at 111. Good G- GCW wrestler there. Um, Matt and Nick at 116 and 117, respectively, because, well, they hardly ever wrestle without one another. I think it happened once in the past year, maybe. Ricky Starks at 122. That should go up. Same with Ethan Page at 123. So there you go. Uh, Fightful posting that Adam Cole was surprised to learn that his contract expired, thought it would last another six months. Yeah, so, so did everybody else. <laughs> oh, man. Apparently, there's some heads going to roll in the old uh, uh, contract division, huh, Matt? <laughs> well, someone's already did. That's why that's why that Canyon Steeman or whatever his fucking name was got fired. Yeah. Um. So Adam Cole was uh, quite surprised by that. And, uh, but he said he was in a very, the middle of a very big angle with Kyle O'Reilly, one of his best friends. He wanted to see that out. So good company man that he is signed an extension through SummerSlam. So that feud could play out. And now he's all elite, baby. Talking shit to Tony Schiavone. Uh, as we mentioned earlier in the show, well wishes for uh, Triple H, who uh, last week underwent a successful heart procedure up in uh, northeast, uh, uh, up in the northeast part of the country. Uh, had following a cardiac event, at, and um, they said the uh, episode was caused by a genetic heart issue. Okay, right, right, Matt. Look, I'll, I look. I don't want to rec- recklessly speculate on somebody's health, but. To me, there's just too many facts that and that add up to me, and I just too I, many. I, I think it's a lot. I think it's a lot more than what they're saying, and I just, I just want the best for him. I hope he makes a full recovery and yeah. feeling great soon. I mean, it's a sucky ass situation to find yourself in, and look, I, I if I had to deal with that man for every day of my work life, I'd probably have a heart attack. And uh, and then tearing down everything you built as quickly as possible. But here we are. Uh, Monday yeah. night raw. Monday night raw for Labor Day dropped about fifty thousand people to a one point eight four nine. Uh, heels and dro- NFL comes back next week. Yep. Uh, heels dropped in, in episode four, which I've yet to see episode four yet. But uh, heels dropped down to seventy nine thousand. Don't know if that'll be an indicator of renewal or not. Hopefully, it's, it's hard not. to it's hard to judge that when it's on fucking stars. Yeah, 
pay cable. You know, it, yeah, it, it's like, how do you even measure ratings on on a, on a show like that? That's like, to me, like you can't really name. Like, if you're on like legitimate cable, like if you're on, you know, fucking FX or something like that, you could really judge mm-hmm. if people are, if people are interested in watching. But you're on when you're on a paid. When you're on a paid channel like Stars, like not a lot of people fucking get that. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to see anything happen to the show. I think it's really good. I want to see it get another season. Yeah. You know, but you exactly. know the numbers. <clears throat> like, I don't know if that should be considered good on a channel like Stars or not. I yeah, have I don't no know. Fucking idea. We haven't really reported on anything like it. Yeah. Uh, Rampage dropped uh, about thirty thousand to six ninety six. So probably can expect 700,000 to be about the sweet spot. Probably going to get a good bump this week. Well, I don't know. It's being taped. That might, I don't know. But at the same time, it still might get a good bump when you get uh, a pack and Andrade in there. So that might, you might get a little bump, but I think that 700 seems to be the Friday night sweet spot for, for rampage, unless there's something absolutely major going on there. Um, Obviously punk's debut was, uh, was the, uh, was the, kind of the difference there uh impact wrestling uh uh up to one hundred twenty six thousand after they fell below a hundred thousand the week before uh dynamite last week uh dipped slowly of course the punk debut got 1.17 million with a fat 0.48 in the di- in the demo uh they fell down to 1.047 million the demo also took a little bit of a hit at 0.37 uh be curious to see uh where that goes now with, of course adam cole brian danielson uh making their debuts and uh, uh just a tremendous episode of dynamite all around yeah I, I, i'd be very curious of tonight's number on friday i'm very very interested to see what it comes out at uh smackdown stayed pretty steady 2.22 million uh with uh reigns and balor in the main event they stayed pretty steady on that so uh smackdown doing good numbers Raw. it's easy to do good numbers when you're on fox mm-hmm Um, a couple of a couple of former NXT stars making their Ring of Honor debut. Uh, Jake Atlas and Tyler Taylor Rust, aka Tyler Rust from the Diamond Mind, are going to be making their debut uh, this Sunday at Death Before Dishonor, actually facing each other. Death Before Dishonor is this weekend. Yeah, I think so. Damn. I have to try to catch that. Uh, speaking of death before dishonor, uh, the first 11 competitors for the rumble were announced. Uh, the honor rumble. Um, the uh, winner will get a future world title shot. Uh, Dan Housen is in the match as well as beer city bruiser, PJ black, Dak Draper, Ray Horace, Brian Johnson, Joe keys, Brian Malonis, sledge and Silas young uh, easily out of that group. Dan Housen better win that match. I would want to win. Huh? That's who I would want to have win. Yeah. How long for Danhausen can be all elite? Depends on when his contract's up. Rumored. It's rumored to be at the end of this year. Uh, AEW is going to be at uh, New York's newest arena, the UBS Arena, uh, December 8th. They're going to head a uh, headline there for uh, Dynamite. Uh, Brian Danielson commented on his debut. Thank you to the men and women who have worked so hard to make AEW what it is today. I'm still buzzing from last night. 
And that was only possible because of what you built. I am all elite. And now it's time to kick some fucking heads in. <laughs> I love Brian. Brian's awesome. And then he uh, gave a shout out to Elliot Taylor uh, for uh, his entrance music as well. Uh, next week's impact in 60 going to show the best of w morrissey we already have a best of w morrissey <laughs> he just got well, there i haven't watched well, him i have not had time to watch impact lately so uh eventually i will get back on the impact train but uh last i i i look i specifically remember last week's episode not being good i can tell you that much i don't remember anything about it today but I remember as I was watching the last week, I remember saying to myself, this isn't good. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, we already talked about Lee Moriarty. Great moment with Tony Khan on stage today. Uh, was that dark tapings that happened? Remind me, yeah, dark elevation. Uh, Kenny Omega uh, was uh, interviewed by Pro Wrestling Illustrated, of course, well, because he was number one. Uh, and said that it would be an injustice if Kota Ibushi and he didn't write our final chapter. So hopefully that forbidden door can open up again. Or if this pandemic could get out of the way and maybe they could uh, wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, we already talked about Triple H. Get well soon, buddy. <laughs> how, about, how about Kenny Omega's words to uh, Will Ospreay? Your promotion has been ice cold since I left. Yeah, they've been going back and forth all day. Yeah, uh, uh, Osprey saying I'd beat up number one any day of the week and twice on Wednesdays. I think he's trying to get himself a contract or something, or maybe get that forbidden door opened up. I don't know. Uh, if we get, I, Os- I definitely think we're going to get those two in a match sooner, sooner, yeah. sooner or later. Dynamite, a little forbidden door. Yeah, probably. Uh, this was the funniest headline I've seen all week. Ridge Holland says there's nothing negative about the NXT rebrand. No shit, because you're one of the guys that Vince likes. You're okay. You're going to be okay on this rebrand. Ridge Holland already uh, figuring out what, how to be a good ass kisser. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I mean, come on. Woo! I mean, come on. Nothing wrong with that. But Jesus Christ, there's nothing negative about the rebrand. That's because you're going to get pushed. You're one of the, you're the type they want. You'll probably be on the main roster before soon. My God. That just made me chuckle. Made me fucking chuckle. Uh, Fightful select yesterday, uh, today actually posted a, a, an article uh, details on WWE contracts. Uh, they said to clarify uh, WWE is fully aware that Owen's deal expires in January. Um, WWE re- renegotiated several contracts in 2019, adjusting them for higher guarantees. Uh, the FIFA was not told the specific terms, but many wrestlers altered their deals. FIFA was told that uh, more of the issues regarding confusion about contracts fell in NXT and the transition between NXT and WWE. Of course, we all know what happened with Malachi Black. Only had a 30-day non-compete instead of 90. And uh, WWE revealed many of their deals to make sure nothing caught them by surprise. Unfortunately for them, Adam Cole and Pete Dunne's deals expiring in July caught a lot of people by surprise, including Cole himself, who uh, we just mentioned. Um, 
Fightful is told that there have been significant heat in relation to people, quote unquote, falling asleep at the wheel uh, with details and planning NXT contracts and told that those have been handled accordingly, uh, uh, a.k.a. You're fired! Shut up! Uh, Fightful was told that this was not a ma- uh, an issue on the main roster, and uh, several wrestlers have spoken with Vince McMahon directly about their deals. Um, WWE was aware of the Owens deal. This is not a surprise. That was similar to Adam Cole or Pete Dunne. Uh, but the deal does end significantly sooner than we all thought, huh, Matt? <laughs> we we got pretty we got we got grins on our faces when we saw that yesterday, huh? I had a feeling. You got I had a, a feeling. feeling something was going on because a few weeks ago, Fightful removed um, Kevin Owens' contract information from their from their resource page. Oh, to edit it. Yeah, like it was gone. Like they just they just removed them. Like the information they originally had there from the from the twenty twenty four date was just mysteriously like taken away. And I'm like, there's something going on here. Mm-hmm. There's there's you know there's really <laughs> really something going on here. Hmm. Uh, we already talked about PWI. Tony Khan admitted. Uh, during the media scrum that Adam Cole scared the shit out of him on Wednesday nights. Pretty uh, strong sentiment to admit there, huh, Matt? Oh, he's there now, so might as well. Uh, uh, AEW won 74 of the 75 weeks. Uh, the reason why the one week was the winner? Adam Cole, baby. <clears throat> and now look what happened to NXT. They're all colorful and shit. Uh, if you play AEW Elite GM, I do not. I It just does not strike me, but uh, CM Punk is getting added to that game in the new content update. Uh, I had a whole bunch of content for the game. I hope it makes it more fun to play. Uh, next week is when that content update drops. Yeah, I just could not get invested in it. Maybe I'll give it another try. Uh, the content update, uh, new uh, news and event system, wrestler skin system, new storyline missions, New challenges, new avatars, new finishers, a game compendium, segment animations, ranked multiplayer, and a championship belt system. So maybe there's some good stuff in there. Also in the roster, added are Andrade El Idolo, Ryan Nemeth, Malachi Black, Cesar Bonani, Brian Pillman Jr., J.D. Drake, Thunder Rosa, Wheeler Yuta, Sean Dean, Julia Hart, Negative One, sweet, you can sign Negative One, uh, Anthony Agogo, CM Punk. And I have a feeling uh, there'll be a couple other guys on the way soon. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. Uh, Mick Foley dropping some uh, bombs on the on the uh, internet, saying if he was an inspiring aspiring talent, I'm not sure I would trust WWE creative with my career. I wouldn't either, Mick. Show me where the lie is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Right. Uh, Mick went on to say, I uh, cited Carrying Cross as an example. Uh, the problem is WWE is no longer the place for talent to aspire to. Part of it is because AEW is doing a great job of attracting great talent, proven talent, and building younger talent, creating storylines. Part of it is a problem of your own making. I think younger talent sees the way de- developmental characters are cut or left by the wayside, or in the case of Carrying Cross, greatly watered down 
They even made a joke of when they debut on the main roster. It's not broke. Don't fix it. If I was an inspiring talent now, a big league talent with a major decision to make, I am not sure I would trust WWE creative to do the right thing with my career. You guys did wonders for me and uh, back in the day, and that was a different time, a different place. If it was today, I'm not sure I would trust the powers to be with my career in their hands until that changes. WWE, you've got a problem. No lies there, huh? Not at all. Uh, Adam Just Cole. Just funny to hear someone under a WWE Legends deal say it. Right. Adam Cole calls the debut his favorite night of his career and uh, reveals that Britt Baker surprised uh, surprised him by bringing family out to uh, to Chicago for All Out. Uh, CM Punk, uh, this has gotten the WWE marks, uh, uh, riled the feathers, uh, ruffled the feathers of the, of the WWE marks. CM Punk says uh, what's happening in AEW is bigger than the NWO invading WCW. He's probably just doing that on purpose too, isn't he? Boy, it's his opinion, man. He can have it. Just your opinion, man. I don't know if it's bigger. Time will tell. I'll tell you what, though. Outside of Hogan, take Hogan out of it. Just go call Holland Nash. You compare the resumes of Holland Nash to Brian and Punk. Punk's right. They've got better resumes than those guys did. Um. Obviously, I mean, you could even argue Adam Cole has a better resume than, than Scott Hall did when he made the jump. Well, yeah. Scott Hall never won a world championship. And um, never even did in, in, in WCW. Nope. Nope. Obviously, Hogan turning heel was a, a seismic shift, and it was like one of the most craziest moments in professional wrestling history. But if you talk about just the outsiders and not Hogan, because Hogan wasn't the outsider. It, it was just Hall and Nash for a long time. And you compare those two resumes, there's no comparison in my opinion. He, he, Punk's right. And also WCW had quite the long head start. <laughs> a little bit. On, you know, on AEW. But by the time that the outsiders and all them got there. Yep. So... I mean, the fact that AEW is doing stuff like this two and a half years into their existence, right, is fucking is fucking insanity. Adam Cole said, uh, "Well, this might explain why he super kicked him." Jungle Boy is number one on his list for people he wants to face in AEW. Uh, uh, Adam Cole making his Dynamite debut next week against Frankie Kazarian. That is, ooh, that's gonna be a good match, man. I cannot wait. John Moxley. Uh, the Chicago screw job. Matt, Card- Matt Cardona had an open challenge for his uh, GCW world title at uh, Art of War Games, and Frank the Clown answered it because uh, obviously they just wanted both Cardona and uh, Frank wanted to troll GCW fans. And so they were pissed off. So then uh, G, uh, 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 G Raver came out. So he went, oh, maybe this, maybe this guy's going to challenge Cardona. Uh, but he brought out some druids, and uh, one of the druids stuck uh, stayed behind. It was John Moxley gave Cardona a paradigm shift, and apparently that was an official match because your new GCW champions, John Moxley, and uh, he stood face to face with Nick Gage at the end of the show. Boy, it was a it was a great ending. I loved it. John Moxley says that he's addicted to the drug of fighting Nick Gage and cannot wait for his fix on October 9th. 
Uh, October 9th is when uh, GCW returns home and we'll get Nick Gage and John Moxley. And that's going to be a, a fucking hell of a main event. I cannot wait. The first of many, according to bodyslam.net. Mm. Apparently the speed's going to go all the way to WrestleMania weekend. So Nice, nice. Uh, Eric Rowan real, uh, said that the concept for the uh, Bludgeon Brothers gear resembles what Karrion Cross is wearing. Wolf. Maybe it's good that uh, uh, maybe it's good that Brody Lee rest in peace and uh, and Big Red didn't have to wear that shit. <laughs> um, moving on. <laughs> uh, BT this week. Uh, uh, the the seance. Uh, well, not only did it bring back Sour Boy, but then Adam Cole all of a sudden showed up, not knowing where he was at. Thought he was still at PWG Hall, what Corrigan Hall, right? Or was what's that called? Is that Corrigan Hall? Is that what that's called? I forget. It was in Reseda, California. Yeah, Cole thought uh, he was worried. I can't wait, man. BT with Cole is going to be so much. He was looking for Super Dragon. Yeah, right. <laughs> BT with Cole is going to be so so great, isn't it? Have a call. It was Maybe great. A... It was it was great with them before. I'm sure it'll yep. be great with them again. Yep. Uh, CM Punk says he will for sure tag with uh, tag with Sting in AEW one day. Might face him in AEW one day too. You never know. Can't roll it out. I I I almost feel like uh, Punk and Allen and and Sting against. 2.0 and Garcia's got to happen at some point, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I thought they were going to do that before he moved on to the Team Taz stuff, but yep, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, Tony Khan said that CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, uh, Daniel Bryan, ooh, Brian Danielson, and Adam Cole all came together on handshake deals. Daniel, who's Daniel? Tony Tony Khan said Daniel Bryan once he he's like ah shit I won't do that again. <laughs> no, they, no, he said he said Ruby Riot. Oh, was it Ruby Riot? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Brian Danielson on uh, in, the, in the uh, all, uh Brian Danielson on the all uh, all out post media scrum uh, said Vince McMahon can be sometimes overprotective. That's one way to put it. Also, just then, the water is wet. And, <laughs> and he wants to push his limits with an AEW. Sam Punk, talking about Cole and, and, uh, and Danielson, says he feels like a kid at Christmas with those two guys showing up. I would, too. I feel like a kid at Christmas, don't you? Punk said he gave him a boner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember He's that. like, I'm not going to lie, I got a boner. <laughs> that was good. And I'm like, thanks, Punk. Thanks for sharing. That was tremendous. Uh, Chris Jericho says he believes AEW will start beating Raw in the ratings within the next six months. I don't doubt him. I think he means. The, I think he means the demo. Well, he is the demo. And I guy. think that I think the demo is. I think that's actually possible. Uh, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's possible in viewership, but I, I think the demo is actual is actually a possibility. Um. Interesting story on Rick Boogs. And uh, again, here's the fun of working for Vince. 
Boogs had 12 hours to learn Shinsuke Nakamura's theme, and he hadn't practiced guitar in 15 years. No time like the present, pal. Yeah, and it's working. I like the pairing. Uh, and here we go. WWE does offer Pete Dunne a contract extension. According to Fightful, they don't know how long. Um, they also he had, don't know if he accepted it. Don't know if he accepted it either. Um, the fact that he's still on TV right now tells me that he has, but... Mm-hmm. Because if he's if to me, if he if he hadn't accepted it, like why why are you still pushing it forward right now? I wouldn't be. I, I would just wipe him off television until he made up his fucking mind. Yeah. Yeah, I I I I think I agree. I think he's gonna resign. But uh yeah. Time will tell, baby. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Lost the Midcard. My God, what a week it's been in pro wrestling, and uh, it's just going to continue to get crazier and crazier. Um, like to invite you to uh, subscribe to our podcast. We are on Anchor, and thanks to Anchor, we are on uh, uh, Pocket Cast, iTunes, Spotify, any of your favorite podcasting apps. Just search for Lost the Midcard. Find that thing that says New Feed and subscribe. Uh, and you know, uh, we did lose our old feed, unfortunately, so. Make sure to uh, sign up for the new feed. That way you know uh, when a new episode comes your way. Uh, we're also on the YouTube video version of that podcast. Uh, maybe we'll eventually we'll get uh, Matt Black's face back on this podcast. What do you think, Matt? Maybe. Maybe for the live show. <laughs> well, I hope so for the live show. <laughs> kind of need it. Uh, but uh, YouTube, search for Lost in the Midcard as well. We've got our links also everywhere. Um litmcpodcast.com or our Twitter. I don't know if LITMC podcast is updated. I got to talk to Mark Cho and make sure. Um, I'll double check on that. But uh, our Facebook pin posts and our Twitter pin posts are updated with our latest links to go subscribe to uh, the podcast or YouTube versions. Uh, you can follow Matt on the Twitter at uh, Showtime. I am on the Twitter at JB Huskers. And uh, let's ride off into that sunset. And uh, Matt, get some final thoughts from you. A year and a half ago, if you'd have told me AEW had the roster that it had right now, I don't know if I would have believed it. I'm very excited to see where AEW's roster is a year and a half from now. Man. Kevin Steen, Bray Wyatt, if he wants to wrestle. I, I still don't. I'm not, I'm not convinced Bray Wyatt is coming back to wrestling now. But uh, If he comes back to wrestling, it'll be for AEW. Mm-hmm. I, mean, and I feel like he I feel like he feel like I feel like he feels like he has something to prove he does I feel like he has a chip on his shoulder uh Uncle Dave said he was the third of the three big ones but maybe apparently the third was a uh, uh, Mr. Steen instead um but I mean it was a tremendous I mean pay-per-view was tremendous there was nothing to that to complain about at all for all out it was a tremendous show a great four-hour pay-per-view um dynamite jesus i don't i don't I, this might have been the fastest dynamite had flown by for me in a, in a while and dynamite's always good but well, dynamite always flies by for me but my god it was even faster than normal today it was just uh holy crap uh but dynamite was so good and and i mean we got arthur ash coming up and we got uh, that's going to be our 300th episode, which we may be going li- probably going live for. 
uh, via StreamYard. So that'll be fun. Uh, stay tuned for that. We got a uh, episode two uh, two ninety nine next week, and then uh, we'll kind of uh, figure out some logistics and stuff and see if we're going to go live for three hundred. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll obviously be posting it all throughout the week on the socials and stuff too, to kind of remind you and, and try to get a, a good audience for that show. Uh, but thank you for tuning in to Lost in the Midcard and uh, what a wild week it's been and it's only going to get wilder. So come back next week for episode 299 and we'll see what we have to talk about.